Kia Wellington and welcome to B-Side Stories, the stories about the people that make Wellington tick. You are listening to Wellington Access Radio 106.1 and I am joined in the studio today with um, a couple of community people who make Wellington tick and we're going to find out a lot more about that. So that's in the first half of the show. who is area manager for Citizens by Fjordal Wellington. I went all French there. <laughs> and we have David Cameron, who has many roles in the Citizens Advice Bureau, which maybe we should let you tell us about that. So, kia ora to you both. Welcome along. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, because you have so many roles there, David, do you want to just tell us what, what you get up to at the Citizens Advice Bureau? Yes. <clears throat> so, basically, I'm... Uh, a volunteer at the Citizens Advice Bureau, um, but I also deal with the with Consumer Guarantee Act issues. Um, consumer I, I, guarantee. Yes, so, so issues with the Consumer Guarantees Act. If they're more complex, I, I take them away and I deal with the client directly. And also, I'm a budget advisor, a budget mentor. I work at the budget service, which is also associated with the Wellington CAB. We have a budget service aligned to us as well. And as and I say. And I'm on the yes, I'm on the CAB board, and I'm also on the governance committee of the of the budget service. Right, and so you do all of this in a voluntary capacity. Yes, yes, just purely volunteering. Yes. And Lucy. Yes. You. It sounds like this is your job working. It is. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I, I work twenty hours a week. And yeah. I'm one of the paid staff at Wellington CAB. Yeah. Um, I'm the area manager, so we've got five branches in the. Wellington area. We've got them in um, Kilburnie, Newtown, uh, Karori, Johnsonville and in the central city. And each of those branches has a part-time paid manager and I do the sort of boring admin stuff that sits, that covers all of the branches. So things like funding, um, board reporting, um, anything that, any admin stuff that all the branches are affected by. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so if we can, I guess, step back a little bit, I'm interested in why Citizens Advice Bureau, a little bit about what it is and why it exists, what the need is it, what the need is for it in our, in current day Wellington. Mm. Um, so CAB started in the UK after World War Two. Two, yes. yes. Um, as a mostly because there were a lot of people trying to find each other, um, and once this, that sort of crisis finished, then there was so is that like soldiers who'd gone missing? Post war, yeah, or, people okay. who'd been displaced and were looking for relatives and friends and whatever. Um, the CAB was set up 
as, as a voluntary organisation to help people in those situations. And then I think it morphed into dealing with post-war regulations um, and helping citizens to understand the rules that were um, around then. Um, and then became just a broad helping with anything organisation, which is what, what it is now. Started in Wellington in the 70s, I think. I think Johnsonville was the first branch, and that's been around for about 50 years. Yeah. So, so they got set up in a very ad hoc way, just communities thinking this would be a really good thing to have in our community. Um, and it's it evolved into six branches around Wellington. There was a branch in Aro Street as well. Um, and about 12 years ago, we amalgamated into one um, organisation. Uh, we're doing all the um, sort of admin and funding and everything for, for all the branches. Hmm. And so, yeah, it started for a very specific purpose and now it exists. Um, yeah, I guess I'm kind of curious as um, to the kind of the main things that people use your services for these days. Yes, the, I suppose in many ways it's a citizen's advice service. So the things we tend to deal with here, flatting, Tenancy services issues, perhaps with the well, yeah with, with tenancy services association. So if someone's if they've rented out a house or a flat and they're having a dispute with their landlords. Yes, know. yes, very much. And in many ways, that's quite seasonal for for the one in the city. Um, students at the start of their, their their term and at the end of the term, they always want to come and see us to see if they can. Right. How do I get my bond back? Care, yeah. yeah. And yeah. How, how do I cut short this say twelve month tenancy because I don't want to stay in this flat anymore? Mm. Um, as I said already, we deal with consumer issues and budget issues, relationship issues. Uh, sometimes uh, you know people with dissolution of marriage. People come in and ask us what is the, how do you go about it? What are the forums? How, what should they do? Right. And one of the big ones we deal with nowadays is the immigration uh, visas. A lot of visa issues. People want to bring their partners from overseas, and how mm. do they get them a visa, a working visa, or a tourist visa? And right. these are all the range of things that we deal with. Mm. And working with new migrants as well? Yes, very much. Working with new migrants, uh, we've, got, uh, we've all been trained to, to deal with that. All the, the volunteers have been fully trained how to deal with new migrants. And again, being in this, the centre of town, uh, we're very busy with that. And the new town branch is, also has a, a lot of uh, uh, new migrants make up a big percentage of, of the work that they do. Yeah. So if I'm if I was a new migrant listening to this and thinking, oh, who are these guys? You know, I've moved here. I've got my house. Maybe I've got my job, but I'm kind of ready to connect more to the community and understand mm. a bit more. Mm. Would you guys be able to help with yeah. that kind of thing? Yeah. A lot of migrants need help with um, navigating through the, the health services, getting themselves signed up to a doctor, understanding how that process works in New Zealand. Um, education, a lot of new migrants don't understand the, you know, how our schools work, zones, um, how you how you enrol, um, what schools you can go to and for how long and all those kind of things. So, yeah. And is that something that someone in your office would be expected to, someone there at any time would know all this or would you just be connecting them to the we don't, right information? Yeah, we don't know it all. Um, but we have, <laughs> It would be hard to know it all. <laughs> it would. Um, we have an amazing website called, which is um, www.cab.org.nz and um, that has 
everything you could possibly want to know just about about um, New Zealand in it. So um, it's it's set up in a really easy question answer type um, um, function. So you can search in it much as you would Google, um, and you're going to get advice and information that you know is verified for the New Zealand situation. So often if you just Google something, you don't know if it's English or American or what. Um, That's or, such a good point. Or who, what kind of random person yeah. has put, put information on, on the, the internet. But um, with the CAB website, it's it's all checked um, and it's, it's all up to date. And it's um, definitely going to have the correct New Zealand answer to yeah. whatever your issues are. Yeah. yeah, so I did have a look around at your website, and oh, I good. agree, it's oh, good. a fantastic website, which kind of made me wonder, <clears throat> in, with such a great website, what's the real need for the in-person offices? Mm. Do you want to... so, certainly with the with new immigrants eh, to, to the country, although us as New Zealanders and people who live here in New Zealand, it's easy for us to navigate and, and move through through the website. It's not so easy for them. That perhaps they're not so familiar with the internet or even, even using the internet. And of course the language thing as well. Mm. So they're much more comfortable coming and sitting with somebody on a one-to-one basis. Yeah. And we would use the intranet or the internet or internet to, to, to help them. And if we if the issue was too complex to be there amongst the frequent answered questions, we would have a hotline to call up immigration and, and get a solution for them there and then. Quite often they come to see us because they've tried and failed themselves to come up with the answers. Yeah. And as we all know, it's much easier if you sit down up beside someone face-to-face and they can guide you through it. Yeah. Sometimes people just, um, they may even know the answer, but they actually need someone to talk to to, to yeah. sort of work through the process and, and, and work out that this is the path that's the right one for them. So we're there to do that. There are also people who um, just don't have access to the internet. Um, yeah, or prefer not to use it or yeah. don't know how to use it. Yeah, all those things, yeah. So um, w- people can contact us in various ways. So they can email us. We uh, Through our website, there's a, an, an online chat option. So people who are digitally savvy, but who do want to, to get some personal touch to their advice as well can do that. Um, but people can phone us or come in and see us as well if they're not comfortable. Yeah. Do you, and are there some people who come not so much for the advice, but because that might be an opportunity they have to interact with someone that they might not get somewhere else. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and there's no you don't need to make an appointment. You can just come in, um, and there's no limit to how long we'll we'll work mm-hmm. with you for. So you know, if if it's a quick question, you might be in and out in five minutes. Some people are there for two or three hours. Yeah, it sounds like an essential service that you're offering here. We were all very sad when the library shut down. Yeah. And, yes. I mean, I still haven't heard <clears throat> what the long-term plan is for that. Don't think anyone as... knows that yet. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. um, and as part of that, you guys were housed in the central library yes. and you had to move. Yes. Or at least the central the branch. The central branch did. has moved, yes. Yeah. So we closed very briefly. But um, the council were amazing and they gave us um, some space in the council offices on at 101 Wakefield Street. Right. So we're temporarily <coughs> in there at the moment. Um, that building is going to be closing down sometime soon, June, June or July. 
Um, this is this is a B-side scoop. What? <laughs> I don't, it's not really. Well, it's news to me. Yeah. Okay, so is that also an earthquake? No, um, no. It's just because it's ne- right next door to the town hall building, they're going right. to be doing by base isolating, digging foundations, which is going to make that the building next door to it basically unbearable to be in. Oh, right. So um, we don't know exactly when that's happening, but in June, July, that that building will be closing. So we are in the process of looking for another place to, to move to at the moment, which is interesting. It was always going to be temporary yeah, for us. It was the always, council were very yeah. good and he offered us an accommodation just behind the reception desk and the first the ground floor of, of the, the council office. But it was always going to be temporary yeah. for the reason that Lucy just mentioned mm. that the heavy engineering work will be going on there in the next few months with jackhammers and all the noise associated with it. Yeah. So Lucy and the other management team have been very, very busy looking around Wellington for Suitable accommodation. Right. Mm. It's almost, it sounds almost as if you're currently with kind of having to move at short notice and then have, you know, trying circumstances, you're experiencing a lot, a lot of the things that people <laughs> who come to you. Um, yes, I wish there was a CAB we could go to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, and so, and you also have a phone service that people can call. Yes. Yes. There's an 0800 number. I can't remember what it is. Can you? No. <laughs> Isn't that difficult? 0800. Here it is, 0800 367 222. And that's that's free to call from mobile phones. So even if you've got no credit on your mobile phone, you can you can ring that number. Um, and, yes, that will get you put, put as long as a CAB is open. So yeah. it's it's only when there's a volunteer on, on duty. Ah, okay. But there will be someone... Who can talk to you? Yeah, and so what way do most people access your service? Would it be in person or on the phone or um, online? Is the majority we get are, is face to face. Right, it's face to face. Yeah, for the reasons we're given that people do very much prefer a face to face a relationship. Though the number of phone calls and a, emails. using the emails have, have certainly increased over the last few months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To do with your change situation, it's or? probably been a longer, longer right. increase than that. Just, yeah. just as people have got more um, into using email, it, that's becoming more and more a, yeah. a common way for people to contact us. Yeah. But face to face is one of the major ones. Yeah. Yeah. One very cool thing that I saw that you do back to, especially when we were talking about new migrants, is help filling out forms. Yes. <laughs> Because that's something that even if, you know, English is your first language and you've lived in Aotearoa your whole mm. life, sometimes you're like, what does this form want from me? And it's so many pages and how do I verify that? Yes. And yeah. is that um, yep. something that people use quite a lot? Yes. Yeah. We, at CAB, our philosophy is always to try and empower the client to help themselves. So, um if a client really needs help to actually sit someone to sit with them and fill out the form together, then we we can certainly do that. Mm. But as much as possible, we'd we'd like to empower them to to maybe help them and give them some pointers and let them fill it in themselves. Right. They can do it in the office and then come back and talk to us. And you know, it it, it all depends on the client and the level of help they need. But but yes, we can we we're, we're there to do that. 
Okay, yeah. I'm going to remember that. <laughs> yes, uh, and Next as time a, I'm struggling. And as a volunteer, I've done that many times. And just as yeah. you see, someone whose English, English is not their first language, they're not confident about filling out the form, and you sit down with them and it just takes as long as it takes to fill it out for them. Yeah. There's yeah. no point in just doing it half and sending them away, so you want them to go away with a completed form that they can submit Ready to... to the immigration authorities is required. Yeah. And hopefully with the skills so that next time they might be able to yeah. do it a bit more themselves as well. Yeah. Or yeah. make a start at yeah. least in the end. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Ooh. Um, so apart from a love of filling in forms, which I can only assume you have, David, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of, um, what brought you into the Citizens Advice Bureau? What appealed to you about that particular organisation to get involved with. Yeah. Previously I was a, a project director with Spark and it was while I worked for Spark I thought I would like to do something in the community and Spark were based in Willis Street and the, the CAB I was familiar with it because I used to use Clark's Cafe and, it, and right. I understood what it was about for, because I'm, you that can probably community. tell from my lang- my accent that I'm from the UK yep. so I understood what the Citizens Advice Bureau was about so I started volunteering and while I was at full time work I could only do Saturday mornings or after work yeah. so it was just the idea that helping the community doing something for the community and it was something I felt I had I had an affinity with I guess I would say Yeah. It's, because the CAB has, it covers such a broad range of things and I thought I was quite well qualified or versed to, to, to deal with them. Yeah. yeah. And so it's kind of, I imagine there's a lot of satisfaction in working with um, helping people. Um, is it also quite stimulating for you to kind of keep up to date with what's happening here and learn about this and that? Yes, it is, uh, very much. In fact, at, at the Citizens Advice Bureau, we encourage the volunteers to to constantly uh, look up the, the our CAB inter- internet system before they give advice to people, just in case anything's changed, rather than just relying on their memory or how they've always done things, mm-hmm. to make sure you're, you're giving them the, the latest and the most sound advice. Yeah. Clearly experience comes into it as well. Uh, if uh, day after day you're dealing with flat issues, for example, uh, at certain times of the year, you become quite uh, quite an expert, if you like, yeah. in that. <laughs> All your dinner party conversations, yeah. <laughs> doling out advice on. In fact, I remember one day when I was on duty, I um, I, I dealt with the three relationship issues in a row with people come in for a dissolution of the, of their marriage and how they go about it. So I must feel I, I did feel a bit of a, a marriage guidance counsellor yeah. at the end of it. And that's yeah, I had no idea that um, mm-hmm. the CIB yeah. did that kind of role as well. Anything, anything, oh, yeah. and everything. People. You know, anything from the neighbour's tree is shading my property to um, I'm appearing in court next week, what mm-hmm. do I do? Any, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we deal with everything. In fact, one day I, I, uh, one of the beggars from the Lampton Key came in and he, his sign had got destroyed in the rain and he had it written down on a piece of paper to ask me would I rewrite his sign for him. So I went into the back office and I got a box and I tore the box up and I wrote out his sign. And I noticed that he, he signed off, have a nice one. Now, I personally prefer folks to say have a nice day. So I said to him, why don't you make it have a nice day? And he says, no, I beg at night as well. <laughs> I still see him too. And we have chats when I see him in the street. They're a very nice guy. <laughs> can, can yeah, I ask jump a in. Question? Um, hey, it's Laura swooping in with a question. Um, do you 
That's quite a fun story. Do you have any other stories that really stick in your mind of a, a person that you were proud to be able to help or, or just somebody who like had an interesting story for one reason or another? That one certainly sticks out because it was quite different. Mm. Um, yeah. And as I say, I see him quite often in town. In fact, I've got a little anecdote with him that one day, I used to be, as I say, a project director. And one day I was in town and day I met someone who used to be on my team. And he came up to me and said, oh, what are you doing now, David? Are you working? I said, no, I just do volunteering work. And, 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 and he was saying, oh, really? And just as I was talking to him, the beggar came up and tapped me on the shoulder. And he turned around and he says, oh, how are you? And how are things at the Citizens Advice Bureau? And I could see my old colleague looking at me and thinking, is this who you mix with now that you've left back? But so it's for you, it's kind of broadened your... V- very much, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and as I say, we'll deal with all sorts of things, fencing disputes, housing disputes, mm. vast range. One of the beauties, of course, at the Sins Advice Bureau is that you never know when somebody walks in the door what their issue is going to be. So therefore, you've got to be pretty well-versed across such a myriad of things. Mm. And I also, as I say, I'm a budget advisor. In some ways, that's kind of simpler because it's just a financial issue the person has when he comes to see you. He's just got some problem with his finances, whether they're in work or whether they're working, whether they're either a wins client. Mm. However, it's just budgeting. Whereas yeah. the Sins Advice Bureau it could be housing, tenancy, relationships, visas, immigration, such yeah. a wide range. Mm. And what about you, Lucy? Do you get the opportunity to work with people directly or are you more kind of behind the scenes? Not so much anymore. I, I started as a volunteer um, and I worked in, uh, doing shifts for about a year, but now that I'm working in a paid role, um, I just don't really have time to, to be involved so much anymore, no. Right, so you support David and the others yeah, in the team to yeah. do Try and make bit. sure they have somewhere to sit yeah <laughs> that's that's an issue at the moment and the, the, the powers there and yes. the internet and the funding and all that kind of thing right yeah. so just in the we've just got a minute or so to go Correct. but if I can I know it went fast flies. yeah <laughs> <laughs> if I could just ask you about um the advocacy work that you do it sounds like you learn a lot in your work about when systems maybe don't quite work, and then you channel that into advocacy? Uh, yes. Our national, we have a national organisation, um, CABNZ, and they do a lot of policy work um, and making submissions and so on to um, select committees, government departments. Um, at a local level, we do, we've done a little bit of that. We made a submission last year on tenancy reform um, process. Um and as things, you know, if we notice trends, um, particular issues and things like that, we'll feed them back to whoever, whatever government departments and so on might might be the relevant ones. So you're not, yeah, so you're there on the ground helping people yeah. out, but you're also using that yes. to yeah. influence Yeah, CAB has twin aims. First, to make sure that no one suffers through ignorance, that everyone know, is aware of their rights and can get information. And secondly, to exert, I think it's to exert a um, social, I can't remember the exact words, but um, sensible policy um, mm. development. Yeah. yeah, something like that. <laughs> Thank you both so much for coming in. Thank you for so having us. Thank you. Thank you for having to us. To hear what you're up to and um, 
your tails along the way <laughs> um, and all the best with your move over in the next couple of months. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you.